Welcome to the Time Capsule Edition of the Garbage Cast Conversations. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Here to uh, to uh, look at the uh, opening of a time capsule from 1914. It was sealed in Lower Wall Street uh, by a group of merchants uh, in 1914 uh, for 60 years. Uh, it was due to be opened in 1974, but was uh, in storage at the time and was forgotten about. And so we're now belatedly opening it on the 100th anniversary of the of the sealing. I think there's a sense of mystery around these capsules that they're, first of all, it's a beautiful, one of the most beautiful time capsules I've seen, uh, bronze, very ornate, and it gives a kind of sense of a connection to the past, uh, which uh, we don't get really from other, other media. This is a direct connection uh, to people who sealed it and, and uh, hammered in the nails 100 years ago. We knew there was unlikely to be something totally surprising and that would alter our sense of New York history, uh, but there's also some very valuable things. I think what's most important is the, is the way they collected this material. They curated a kind of exhibition, as it were, uh, and deposited it in a, in a box. I think the, the photograph uh, of Ellen Jay, uh, who is a, a direct descendant of John Jay, the revolutionary, uh, she's uh, included here. She was involved in the ceremony, uh, so she was, she was uh, there present on, at the time capsule ceiling. Uh, there's also um, a letter or telegram from uh, the governor of New York, uh, which is partly addressed to the, to the time capsule organizer, but also to the future governor of New York in 1974. Time lives our lives with us, walks side by side with us. Time is so far from us, but time is among us. Time is ahead of us, above and below us, is standing beside us and looking down on us. When we were young and our bodies were strong, we thought we'd sail into sunsets when our time came along. Now that we're nearing the end of the line, time has changed, time will heal, time will mend and conceal. In the end, everything will be fine. Time will heal all the hate, all in good time. We go on drifting on, dreaming dreams, telling lies, generally wasting our time. Suddenly it's too late, time has come and can't wait, there's no more time. Greetings, MMD. Jason here, 
recording a garbage cast conversation like no other. Let me turn the microphone here, make the appropriate microphone noise. It is like no other because I'm not speaking to you in the present. I'm addressing you in the future. I'm addressing myself in the future. Five years in the future. September the 10th, 2023. If I happen to still exist, and hopefully I will on September the 10th, 2023, I will have turned 50 the day before today. If today is 2023. (laughs) Today is actually 2018. It is cloudy. It is very fall-like, very cool outside, very odd, unusual. In five years, in 2023, it'll probably be 125 degrees Fahrenheit because of the global warming. In fact, the ocean will probably be so high that I I may be on oceanfront property. I may be within 100 miles of the ocean. You never know what could happen between now and 2023. Today I heard Alex Jones is predicting a hurricane that is coming in in 2018. Hurricane Florence is a Cat 6. That's that's what he described it as, a Cat 6. Those don't exist, but maybe by the time 2023 rolls around, we'll have Cat 7s and Cat 8s. We don't know. Does that mean they're going to throw cats? The actual cats will be harmed during the hurricane? I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what he's talking about. He could be getting confused. He could be thinking about house pets. I'm, I'm not sure. It's interesting to sit here and think about five years in the future. I... As I just went through a milestone birthday of 45, I thought to myself, wow, you know, this time I never imagined 45. I never imagined that far in the future. And the future has a way of coming up and it sneaks up on you. So five years from now, it doesn't seem that difficult to envision five years from now because it's going to be here before we know it. Uh, My kids will be in college by then or at the end of college or maybe even leaving college, about to leave college. Uh, I'll probably still be driving the same Buick, the same 1999 Buick Regal, but by then I'll have antique plates. So I'm looking forward to that. They're much cheaper, and you no longer have to go through emissions, so that would be nice. So I'm looking forward to that. If my prediction is correct, in September of 2023, as we go back and listen to this again in the future, will be a year and nine months into Trump's second term. That, that's my prediction. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see anything preventing that from happening at this point. Um, so, you know, there you go. We'll see, we'll see who's right and who's wrong in that one. Um, it's an interesting world politically, but, you know, it always has been. And, and the two sides have always fought like cats and dogs, like a cat six or a cat seven. You know, I recall people didn't like Reagan. People didn't like Clinton. People didn't like the Bushes. People didn't like Obama. You know, it was, it's always, and it's always, if you listen to the right people or really the wrong people, it's, it's terribly negative, awful, hate, negativity, junk, garbage. Um, so that never changes. It never changes. Whoever's person is in there, there's a whole group of the country, at least 50% that's against that person, or, you know, around 50%. It, it always seems like half of the people are upset all of the time. So you cannot win. You cannot win. Uh, I have a feeling that there'll be no real change in the next few years, you know, all of this stuff will just, you know, it just emboldens people more, the people that support Trump will be more emboldened to go out and vote for him because they see this as a 
you know, a war, the conservatives versus the liberals, the press versus, you know, American freedom, and um, the narrative is just on fire right now, the, the narrative. And let's not forget when Clinton was in office and primary colors came out, the anonymous primary colors, and, and, you know, a lot of people made fun of Clinton, a lot of people didn't like Clinton. It was, you know, the, the world was, uh, you know, the, the country was overwhelmingly, it seemed like, all of a sudden conservative, and they just didn't like Clinton, and I gotta get him out, I gotta impeach him. This is, this is no different. And did it do any good? No, it did not. Clinton went right through eight years. And, um, you know, so my prediction in the future will be sitting here with almost halfway through the second term of Trump. Uh, the sea will be within 100 miles of my house. It will be 125 degrees Fahrenheit. I'll be completely whiteheaded. It'll be like Steve Martin. I'm, I'm already getting there. So in five years, I expect it, I just expect to be completely whiteheaded. I don't see any way around that. I hope that I will have fairly decent health five years in the future. Have we talked about this before? Have we made future predictions before? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is exactly what you wanted. But I will tell you, uh, if I'm still podcasting in five years, I'll be absolutely shocked. <laughs> I'll be absolutely stunned. It could happen. It could happen. I hope that I, you know, I guess the biggest concern I would have looking forward into the future would be my health. You know, today, things are okay. <laughs> you know, I'm in fairly decent health. Of course, that can always, that can go in a day. That can go in two days. That can go in a week. I mean, you don't know what the future holds. You don't know what is right around the corner. You certainly don't know what is five years down the road. But if you were to take a snapshot of who I am today in 2018, you know, things are fine. I'm creative. I have output. I'm conflicted about social media. I'm conflicted about the world. I'm conflicted about the future of the world, the uh, future of the climate, the future of uh, the economy. I am more concerned about all of these things now as I, you know, am getting older and getting closer and closer. You know, I'm closer to retirement than I am to when I started my working life, my career, though I've done several different things over the years. I've stayed in this job the longest, 17 years. Will I still be in this job in five years? Will this job still exist in five years, or will they automate me? Will there be a robotic Jason sitting somewhere, or, you know, on a shelf in a server room, the robo-Jason will be doing my job? Possibly. They could possibly be, you know, uh, shaving off uh, data from what I do all day long and, and building a bot that mimics me as we speak. Who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> robo-Jason could be in development right now. And I, and I would probably fit on like a very in a very small, you know, very small server. It wouldn't take much to replicate me, <laughs> at least to fulfill, you know, my job requirements. You could never re replicate my creativity and my fantastic wit and my gray hair. Well, you probably could. It'd be like Max Headroom on the screen, a white-headed me directing people what to do. So I sit here in 2018, halfway through uh, youngest daughter's high school 
career, almost. I mean, I'm halfway through marching band season number two, which means I will have two more to go, and there'll be distant memories by the time 2023 arrives. And um, it's interesting, I guess. It's it's um, it's like a second. It's like a second trip through it all. You know, 30 years ago, I was in the same grade my youngest daughter is, and I was also in band, and, and my father was loading the truck and unloading the truck, and now I'm doing all of that 30 years later. So by the time five years from now comes along, uh, you know, my second trip through that will be finished, and if one of my kids has a kid that goes on and is in the band program, and, you know, I may get a third... I may get a third uh, tour through that. I don't. I doubt I'll be physically able to load and unload the truck. <laughs> but I might be able to watch some things, and uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you know it'll be like Popeye. We all have like spinach fitness supplements that we drink with a straw, and we're all super strong in our old age. By the time my kids have kids that are in high school. Maybe I can load the whole truck by myself. Maybe that, that you know, science will make that possible. <laughs> but you know, the uh, when I think about a time capsule, and I and I could be getting the concept that you had for this topic completely wrong. I think you know you want a snapshot of today to be revealed five years in the future. And I've talked about today and why predictions of the future all at one time. So I guess this time capsule contains predictions and and current current events, I guess, current thoughts. And, and the current thought here is, right now, the, the world hasn't changed all that much. And I, I guess I've been thinking about 30 years ago quite a lot lately because you know, I just had a birthday. The, the fact that my daughter's doing what I did 30 years ago, you know, numbers, I guess, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a nice round number to kind of look back at. I'll be at my high school next week with my daughter or this Friday uh, same place I was 30 years ago on a Friday night it's kind of interesting how it all comes back together and so I've been thinking about 1988 as it is now 2018 and, and the world hasn't changed that much you know the weather the you know the big thing change I guess is technology but it just makes it easier for me to, it's just a different way for me to waste time. It's a different way for me to gather information. It's a different way for me to stay in touch with people. You know, gathering information, wasting time, staying in touch with people, those, we did all that 30 years ago. We just do it differently now. And we can do it much more efficiently now, so it seems like we have more to do now. You know, it's like, well, now I don't have to sit down and write a letter or type out a letter or hunt somebody down with a phone call. It's now, it's now, 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 now. I don't have to go to the library and look through encyclopedias if I want to look something up for whatever I need to look something up for. I don't have to go to school and learn as much about my job. I can, I can Google what other people have done and, and troubleshoot problems faster. Tr problems that I would have had to research in the past or, or gone to specialized classes or stuff to learn about. Now I can, you know, everybody's information, everybody's intelligence is online snapshotted for my perusal. That's interesting. 
So a problem that would maybe taken me weeks or more advanced education to fix 20, even 20 years ago, now I can, I can find the solution in five minutes. Three minutes if my Google skills are, are good. So imagine what, the, what five years from now is gonna be like. You know, we compound intelligence, we compound information so quickly. Five years from now, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it, it, you know, it's almost a burden because we don't slow down like we should. I hope in five years I'll, I'll, be, I'll be able to pace myself. I hope I'll be able to do a better job of it. I think in the last couple of years I've realized I have to slow down. I have to, I can't do it all, all the time. I can't go all the time. I can't absorb information all the time. You know, it was, it was like a high at first. And we got the internet, we got all this cool stuff, and we got these cool gadgets, and we were able to just clutter our minds with information, just cram, 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 cram. It was like, man, I can, I can read as many books as I want. I can do, the, you know, I can check out books online. I can, I can just stuff myself. It's, you know, it's like carb loading, except it's information loading. And it becomes, a, it, it, you know, finally you just get to the point where you overload. It's all there, you know, and it's all ready to be poured into my funnel. And now my funnel overfloweth because it's just, there's just so much. There's just absolutely so much. And that's just going to become more and more of a problem, you know, if we don't figure out how to handle it. If we don't figure out, you know, hey... I don't need to know it all and know it all right now. I don't need to do it all and do it all right now. We were talking the other day. We were driving to a football game, as a matter of fact, with the band, and we, we, we passed this factory, and I was like, gosh, I think they do so-and-so, and my daughter says from the back seat, oh, no, they do this, this, and this. And um, the other dad driving said, hey, you know, what would we have done 10 years ago if we drove past a place and we didn't know what it was? And, and I, I said, well, I guess we just would not know. I guess we would just not know unless we just stopped in and knocked on the door and said, hey, you know, what do you guys do? Uh, you know, you couldn't just look it up on, on your phone and bam, there's that information. I mean, we couldn't even have done this effectively. You know, too long, not too long ago, this technology right here to let you hear this podcast and to, you know, make this recording would have been out of reach. You know, 30 years ago, digital recording on a, you know, I guess it was possible in some manner, but I don't know the specifics of it. We certainly couldn't distribute it and listen to it on tiny devices. Everything was huge, huge devices, huge computers, huge this, huge that, compared to today. It's insane. So what are we going to have five years in the future when Donald Trump is is president in in his second term? (laughs) Isn't that a scary thought? But, you know, we've had a lot of scary thoughts. We've had a lot of, of, of people we don't agree with who, who run things. And, and if we get so tied up in all of it uh, to the point where we don't have any peace and we're just mad all the time, uh, you know, we, our life is dwindling. You know, I'm, I'm fully aware of the fact that I have more life behind me than ahead of me. And it's, uh, you know, how much of it do I want to waste on anger, on things that I really cannot control? I, all I can do is get out and vote. All I can do is get out and support people. All I can do is read the books I can read. All I can do is learn what I can learn and, uh, you know, be there for my kids' things and uh, try to be as patient and as decent a person as I can be day to day, uh, knowing the fact that I'm not perfect and nobody is perfect. And, and, and that's all I can do. That's all I can do in 2018. That's all I can do in 2023. That's, you know, I can't, I can't control it all. I, I can't control anything, honestly. You know, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Uh, I do what I can. I control the things I can. 
what is it, Alcoholics Anonymous says, accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can, and, and you know, be willing to accept the difference or, or something to that effect, you know. And that is, and that is really all, all we can do. We, we can only do what we can do. We, can, we have to let go of what we can't contain, and, and then we have to know what the difference is. And, and, and you got to have some peace. I, I hope in 2023 that there's some peace. I hope we've all been able to step back from the daily grind enough to have some peace and some happiness. And to realize that a lot of the stuff that we do in 2018, a lot of stuff that I've done in 2018, in 2017, in 2016, in 2006, etc., 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 was just time-wasting, uh, angst, worry about what other people thought, worry about myself not maybe, you know, being as good as somebody else or, or being able to uh, obtain the, the material things that I would like to have obtained, and, and in the end, they're not even necessary. You know, I think about, you know, if you think about it right now, 2018, let's go back in the past five years, 2013, the gadgets that I really wanted in 2013, do I even still have them anymore? You know, some of the things I obsessed over, some things that just drove me, you know, I got to have that, there's these things coming out called tablets, and boy, they look really cool, and I've got to have a tablet, (laughs) And, uh, and all that stuff is gone, and here I sit, you know, with my one gadget here, my Sony recorder here on the uh, the rail of the deck that's sustained nicely I've gotten a lot of use out of this I've had this recorder since right when I started the podcast in 2013 and I can I've used it many many times and it has never failed me I have failed it by putting it in windy situations I have failed it by I don't know what they're barking at you know, by, uh, you know, maybe facing it into the wind or, or making weird noises with it, but it has not failed me. So there's one cool gadget that has, I've gotten my money's worth out of, my use out of. But a lot of things that we think we need so badly, we're going to forget about it. And even, even months, we'll forget about them. And then you get it, and you're like, ah, wow, you know, it was, it was nice while, you know, while it was new and shiny, and now I'm on to the next obsession. I hope future Jason has uh, done, you know, has completed his moment of zen and has figured out a lot of this stuff and uh, you know the stuff that current Jason still struggles with back and forth but I think I'm better than I was in 2013 you know I think I'm better than I was in 2014 even if it's just by you know this much which is like the tiniest little gap between my fingers you know as long as we're always sort of improving (laughs) you know You know, at the end of the day, will I be that different in 2023? I I doubt it. I'll probably still have the same concerns, the same worries, the same memories that sometimes haunt me, that sometimes uh, elude me. (laughs) Things that I've forgotten. The clutter of data will probably still be wearing on me, but hopefully I still will still have the... Intelligence to step away when I need to step away and to focus on what's really important. And, you know, and if, whether that's loading a truck or uh, mowing a yard or checking in on a dog or doing somebody a favor, you know, those are the things that are really important. Stuff like getting mad over a candidate or a president or uh, Alex Jones, 
He's a patsy, by the way. I can tell you right now, he's a patsy. Uh, you know, Alex Jones did not corrupt the last election, and yet everybody has jumped on the bandwagon of banning Alex Jones. Alex Jones is harmless because we all have the power to ignore him. We all know what he is, and we can just walk away from him if we don't want to hear him. I don't need Apple or Google or anybody to make that decision for me. I can do that on my own, but what's dangerous is uh, the uh, people on Facebook and Twitter and stuff that manipulate. We don't know who they are, and yet we listen to them, as we did in the last election, and look at the result. You know, we allowed ourselves to be uh, manipulated. We didn't know who these people were, and we just listened to voices. So, you know, where does it stop? We're going to have to ban everyone. We're going to have to, uh, you know, the dangerous, if you're, if you're going to take the dangerous apps out of the App Store, at least we know what Alex Jones stands for. You know, Twitter, Facebook, all these things, they let in everything, and we have to be the gatekeepers. Are we smart enough to be the gatekeepers? If we're not, then we should be banning Twitter and Facebook and all these dangerous apps that allow us unlimited thought when we can't control unlimited thought. Here's your prediction for 2023. How much crazier is it going to get if we can't handle this amount of data, these voices coming in, if we can't handle our own, you know, if we can't make, you know, we can't judge for ourselves, is it going to just magically get better? Oh, come on. Who are we kidding? A lot of thoughts here. A lot of thoughts here. So I guess the big things uh, for 2023 is we close this time capsule. I hope I'm still here. <laughs> that will be nice. I hope I still have health. I hope the people around me that I care about, people who have been my friends through podcasting and have been my friends, you know, uh, far-flung friends are still kicking and still around, and, and we are all still trying to make a bit of a difference in our little square yards and our little houses and our little apartments and, and the little worlds that we touch that we still stay the course regardless of how we think the world may be going i hope we still care about each other and try to do what is right in the face of what we may think is wrong and i hope we just don't give the people who we let anger us the power I hope we maintain some power. That would be nice. I hope that this was uh, kind of what you were going after. I think I was all over the place. Always good to talk to you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this special time capsule edition. And shout out. Shout out to the future. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay. All for now. How to make a time capsule. Create a snapshot of your life for future generations, or just an older you, with this fun and educational project. You will need a retrieval date, a container, a computer with internet access, items from everyday life, items that document current events, sealable polyethylene bags, and a location. Optional, epoxy glue, digital media players, and a plaque. Step one. Set a retrieval date 10 to 50 years from the time of storage, when the capsule will be recovered, or you can leave it longer for future generations to open. Step two, choose a container. For a time capsule to be retrieved after 25 years or less, use a metal lunchbox and seal the lid shut with epoxy glue. For a 50-year time capsule, use a small waterproof safe. 
for recovery after 100 years or more, find a professional quality capsule by searching online. Step 3. Pick items for storage that are representative of your everyday life, along with a few things that document current events like newspaper clippings and photos. For information stored on digital media, include a means to access it. Enlist friends and family to contribute items. Step 4. Secure items for storage by sealing them in individual polyethylene bags. Step 5. Find a location where the capsule won't be disturbed. Consider storing it in an attic or a basement for safekeeping or burying it by a well-known landmark. You can mark the site with a plaque that gives instructions on when the capsule is to be retrieved. Step 6. Have a sealing ceremony. Invite friends and neighbors to examine the capsule and its contents and observe it being sealed and stored. Step 7. Go online and register your project with the International Time Capsule Society to make sure it isn't forgotten. Now sit back and count the days until you see your time-traveling treasure again or enjoy the knowledge that you've given the distant future a glimpse into the past. Did you know? The city of Corona, California misplaced a series of 17 time capsules dating back to the 1930s, resulting in a botched attempt to find them under the city's civic center in 1985. It's a picture of you Oh, I get up and make myself some coffee I try to read a bit, but the story's too thin I thank the Lord above, you're not here to see me In the shape I'm in
check, check. One, two. One, two. The Time Capsule Podcast. The GMD here. The Brampton CAA Center. It's changed. Sponsorship. Gonna make sure it's recording. I've been recording this and it's been too long now. It's Saturday. I usually have these done by Friday. I don't know how to record on the weekend. So, time capsule. The whole idea of the time capsule podcast that it's a prediction podcast. It's kind of what the future was supposed to be and that it was supposed to be the future of the podcast. Uh, some predetermined time. So this time capsule thing. Hey. Go. supposed to be a snapshot of life and times in 2018. As well as predictions for 2023. I kind of ducked it the last time. What are you here? 2023. So, let's see. Uh, where do I start in 2023? Well, first, I'd like to be doing Garbage Cast Conversations. That's first and foremost. Barring any real change like societal and podcasts are not traded anymore I'd like to be doing that unless yeah it's like nobody does podcasts it's all about uh, some sort of future format the onus is low. My investment now is low. I don't have to do much to record a podcast now. And it's audio. I don't have to do video. I like it. So. Unless I run out of things to say. 2023. I want to be doing this. Hey, don't break it. That's not your regular ball. Hmm. I think 
2023 we'll all have electric vehicles let's go with that I don't know how I don't know why I'm gonna make my my bet on everyone having electric vehicles $50,000 range. Yep. That's it. Drop it. You broke it. Are you serious? Tilly. Well, that's it. You broke it. You destroyed it. What's wrong with you? Time capsule. Well, in 2023, Tilly will be like nine? Ten? So. This may, may not exist. Well, you already broke it, so. Just don't break it anymore. Good. Drop it. It's a tennis ball. Murphy would be five, he'd be ten, he may or may not exist. Honey should be fine. The second youngest. Darling, the wolfhound. Well, I think she tops out at eight. She may or may not exist either. You're of unknown origin, Tilly. Uh, drop it. I think we'll have a second term of Trump, too. I hate to say it. I'm not sure things are getting better. Um, hey, unless there's some sort of major social upheaval, I think we're still on the same path. Hey, drop it. I'd probably be doing this less. I'd be at this point transformed to a responsible adult. 
and working more. podcasting less because apparently it's been said that I don't I'm not an adult and I don't Responsibilities. Oh. But yeah, at this point, 2023, I think it would be an inevitable. I mean, even my eldest brother has moved back. from Montreal to work in the business. I like the office furniture. I hate printing. There are two businesses that don't make any sense. So, I don't. together. I don't really immerse myself in the printer. I just do deliveries. And I do stuff with the website. But by this time, we all have taken over the website. And we're working on a plan to We work it with the help of my brother. So from where it started, it's always gotten just bigger and bigger. Uh, my dad knows what he's doing with his furniture. As long as we can maintain the same quality control, it'll always be as much as we can import. We talk about opening another store. Maybe that would happen in 2023. Would I have a kid?
There it is. Where are you going? I'm throwing this out. See, 2023, I think we'll have Prime Minister Doug Ford. And that'll happen. Hmm. No matter what, I think you'll hang around and 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 eventually just become Prime Minister. No matter what his agenda is, he's just well connected enough to get that done. Barring he has some real skeletons in his closet that have been unearthed before. Oh, let's look at the time. Yeah, one more. 17.
Let's wrap this up. Ultimately, in the long run, I will be doing some iteration of the garbage cast. It's taking me so long to get to this point with the podcast and how I want it to be. In terms of consistent and easy to produce content. semi-reliably unique ways. So in 2023, I think I'll be still doing this. And I guess we'll see. I'll play this back then. For the Time Capsule Podcast, I'm the MD. Mom is in the can. Dump it. Till, let's go that way. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Hey, let's go. There's something there for you. Hustle.
time.